Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Free your mind! What's going on, everybody? I am going to share with you, my audience, what those closest to me already know. I've made mention of this before. That is the three M's when I was growing up. My mother, my music, my marvel. My mother passed away four years ago. Music has been crap for far longer than that. And I have watched the slow demise of my marvel. For those of you that follow us on YouTube, I made a short there today to express my, let's call it, disdain for the Wakanda Forever storyline. When I heard about it, I was extremely excited. They were about to bring one of my favorite antiheroes to life. That antihero was Namor, the Submariner. Now, Namor is one of the earliest anti-heroes, to use that term. Um, He was in the more modern and popular iteration. And when I say modern, I mean when I was reading comics, um, 80s, 90s, he was, dude was a Okay, There, there is no other way to put that. He was fiercely devoted, much like T'Challa, to his kingdom. He didn't want anybody bothering he or his people. If you didn't come dumping crap in the ocean, he wouldn't go f***ing with you. That is simply the way Namor operated. (sighs) But oh, dear God, the MCU. The MCU has taken my man Namor and straight bastardized him. And hell, his name isn't even Namor anymore. You know what it is now? Check this out. But my enemies call me Namor. Ain't that some grade A top level bullshit? Oh, oh, and to make that and to make that make sense, you see he said that's what his enemies call him. Listen to what his people call him. My people call me Akukungan. Lord, make it make sense. Please, Lord, make it make sense. The dude is the ruler of an underwater city in the comics. Now he is the ruler of some Aztec-based colony under the ocean? And all these people suddenly look like Avatar characters? What what the hell is that? I mean, what, what the hell is... What are they doing to my character? I was talking to Breeze this morning about it and he laughed because he knew the rant I was on and I went on a good one. I cannot believe they have changed this character's name, origin, and all that. I understand for live action in Hollywood that there are going to be liberties taken with comic book characters. I get it. Hollywood is full of fear and laziness. And that leads to they simply cannot take a character that's already established and um and accurately translate it. No, 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 no. They fear it's going to isolate all the non-comic book people 
So they have to, what, what we call Hollywood it up. I understand that that is a thing. I do. If I didn't understand that that was a thing, I would hate every single comic book movie they've ever created because none of them have been accurate. Some have just been so completely off the wall. See the movie wanted. It, it blows your mind. But to do this and to do this at the point where Marvel is, is what's really amazing. And what I mean by that is Marvel knows that they are in trouble. That's why Kevin Feige called a sudden and literally unexpected end to phase four. He knows this is crap. He knows this is garbage. Everyone at Disney Marvel knows that this is crap and this is garbage. Right now, they are scattering, busting their butts and panicking, trying to reestablish goodwill among the fans. Because they've had their director for Blade walk off, the star extremely unhappy. They've had to rearrange and push crap back and move it here. They are screwing up. And this, in the famous words of my main man, my little brother Breeze, as he said when I started to go on my rant this morning, he laughed and simply said, bro, pardon my language, but this is going to be a shit show. And he's absolutely right. It is. It is going to be a full-on shit show. You know, there has been a really big primary gaslight going on in Hollywood. And that gaslight is the term toxic fans. Now, I forgot what Arthur or writer said. There is no such thing as toxic fans. The fans aren't the ones that are toxic. It's the writers that make them that way. Y'all Google that. It's, it's somewhere in there where, where there was a writer or a content creator said there are no such things as toxic fans. And he was right. I mean, think about this. We don't become toxic fans until they get a hold of the IP and f*** it up. That is when we become toxic fans. We're not toxic when we're buying all the books. We're not toxic when we're buying all the merch. So how is it that we get toxic once they touch it? It's easy because once they touch it, it's not what we were a fan of. And they try to convince us otherwise. They take someone white and make him black and try to convince us, oh, it's the same thing. They take a man, turn him into a woman and try to convince us it's the same thing. They change um, leadership roles and make men morons and women the ultimate alphas and try to convince us it's the same thing, but it's not. And when we push back on it, suddenly we are the bad guys. See, that's the ultimate gaslight. Gaslighting, for those who don't know, is what a certain people or group does to make you seem like you are crazy for having a legit point. In the old school days, is what they would call, you, you, start the, you start all the confusion and then go, I don't know what, what happened. So, yeah, the biggest gaslight in the world, and, and they don't seem to get it. They are the biggest gaslighters on the planet and try to convince us 
the fans that it's not them, it's us. So I thought to myself, how can I convey this message? How can I get people to see and understand that there is no such thing as toxic fandom? It's everyone else f***ing up what we love. How can I get people to see that? Because you must understand that it's not just the Hollywood execs that gaslight us. It's the normies too. And what I mean by normies is people that have no point of reference, that know nothing about the source material, that take everything that they see on the big screen or the small screen for gospel and truth. Hence the huge pushback on um, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power by Amazon. Those books have been out for decades upon decades. Millions upon millions of people have read them front to back and all ancillary writings that relate to Lord of the Rings. So people know this material thoroughly. That's why they completely called what Amazon did garbage. But how can I relate that to the normies? They don't have a point of reference. They don't understand why we're mad. They don't, they don't see it. They don't see us being passionate. All they see, the normies and Hollywood, all they see is us overreacting by their standards, by their definition, by their meaning. We're overreacting. We're toxic. So again, how can I make everyone see? Well, being a studier of the word, the Holy Bible, being a man who's had some psychology training and, and learning and being a man that has lived um, a very unique life with certain life experience. I know that the only way to reach people is to bring it down and make it comparable to something that they can relate to something that they understand as the Bible would put it a parable. So here it is. This is something I send out to Hollywood and to the normies to see if you can understand us better. We've all had that moment when we have a sandwich or a burger and someone comes up. It may even be your kid, your spouse, and they'll say, hey, can I have a bite? It looks delicious. And if you say yes, let's say you say yes. They ask to have a bite and you say yes. They take the sandwich out of your hand and they open it up. They take out the meat you had in there. They put in some some soy-based something. They get rid of the cheese and, and add some non-dairy spread or something. They take off your lettuce, add some kale. They get rid of your pickles, add some fresh, freshly cut cucumber, add a different kind of, um. you had mayonnaise. They add mustard or a sandwich spread to it. Then they put it back together and they take a bite out of it. And they go, mm, mm, oh, this is delicious. Thank you for giving me a bite of your sandwich. And they give it back to you. Now, what part of that that they gave back to you is still your sandwich? Just the bread, just the outside. That is what you do to us. That is what you're doing to our IPs. You're keeping the name only, but the content, what made those IPs things that we loved, you've taken and you on them and then giving it back to us and telling us here it is here's your your favorite whatever and then when we reject it you get pissed off at us so i want you to take that example of somebody taking a bite of your sandwich and then giving it back to you and it's not what you gave to them think about that how upset would you be 
Someone took your sandwich, took a bite out of it, gave it back to you, but it's not your sandwich anymore. Everything that you had inside has all changed. I know how the bulk of you would feel, if not completely all of you. I know how you'd feel. So if you are not willing to accept someone changing something that you love, don't do it to anybody else. Free your mind. Man, I don't know what these uh, so-called critics are talking about. Even some of these content creators. But I've seen Black Adam. That movie is f***ing awesome. It is. That is a fun, thrill ride, enjoy yourself movie. You don't have to worry about um, being preached to, talked down to. Um, you don't have to worry about a message. Oh, this movie is phenomenal. The opening 20 minutes, whoo, it'll hook you in. Because Black Adam is, boy, when I tell you that he is an anti-hero, oh, buddy, he takes no from nobody, including the Justice Society. I did uh, really enjoy Pierce Brosnan as Dr. Fate. Um, pretty, pretty cool. I, I mean, that is a, a role that was really suited for him, um, knowing that character. Now, if y'all do know the character of Dr. Fate, and I do mean the in-depth character of Dr. Fate, um, they did take some liberties, uh, some, some, some pretty big ones. Um, but overall, you will like his character. Um, I guess, spoiler alert, he's basically DC's version of, um, of Dr. Strange. Does a lot of the exact same tricks, so be prepared for that. But other than that, I mean, this movie right here was great. Critics are bitching about it because there was one critic that literally said that since the movie didn't have any um any message or anything political, basically not reflecting anything that's going on in the world today, that that's why he didn't like it. Really? Because it's exactly what a comic book movie should be. Action, fun, and enjoyable with having to do with what's going on in the real world. Because, you know, it's a comic book movie i mean my goodness these critics man are just oh they are so far up their own ass when they sneeze comes out i'm just saying and not just them some of these youtube content creators are the exact same way they they just look for a reason to hate a movie and this movie is good y'all this is a solid film i mean that's all i can say about it it's not meant or set up to give you a message or a political story this movie is set up to be enjoyed by the fans Dwayne The Rock Johnson has always said that he's for the fans this movie proves it even at the very end with um, Henry Cavill returning as Superman with the old 1978 Superman theme song it was phenomenal y'all so go see it Um, you'll enjoy it I mean, seriously, I'm, I can't give anything away because I mean, it's I can't give anything away because it's, it's there's really I, what's the best way to say it? I can't give anything away because there is nothing to give away in the sense that I've given it to you already. It's action packed. Go see it. If you enjoy a good action movie, uh, straight up, turn your brain off, watch a good film and be entertained. That's this entire movie. Go and enjoy yourselves. Yeah.